Good morning and a happy Monday to you folks. What a beautiful day it is outside, and I know you're going to have an awesome day too because it is the time for the Cinderella story with March Madness. So embrace the energy of the underdog and go out and show the world how David can beat Goliath. Folks, let's get this Monday morning going. All right. It's time to play hard, work hard. Now, let's play hard. Welcome to the Quick Life Morning Show. Play hard, work hard. My name is Jason Spees. Turning down the levels as we go here. Thank you, folks, for joining us on a Monday. We are late today, but hey, you know what? Yeah, we showed up. We're here. It's one of those days where it's March Madness. So this is our lead-in to March Madness. The March Madness pregame show here. We're going to call it instead of the morning show. Honestly, it was a long weekend. Uh, I had, um, for me, I just, I, I, I was really tired all it's weekend. Like, can you get jet lag from driving? Oh, honestly, um, that's funny you bring that up because the way I used to roll, and I still <laughs> do this from time to time, is I'll go balls to the wall for three to four solid weeks. Mm. I mean, we're talking two to three hours of sleep. Maybe four on a good night, you know, and not not tired or anything. And then just buzzing. And then one weekend, I got to just crash. Like, I I need to, like, sleep and rest for the whole month. I just, you know, just stressed my adrenal glands to the max. (laughs) It's like hibernation, you know. You just bundle up on the couch. It's certainly a form of that. And speaking of which, I saw the uh, cicadas, the cicadas, the crickets. Yeah. How do you pronounce that? I think it's cicada. Cicada? Cicada. Cicada, I think that's it. They're going to come up uh, out of the ground. 17 years, they've been hibernating. You know, I just read the other day, they taste a lot like shrimp. By, by the way, I I do think we need to stop saying by the way. Also, <laughs> that is a big movement to eat bugs. Sure, man. Like crickets and cockroaches and all, you know, you put it in stir fry and ish. It's uh, the, I do, oh, cricket meal. They have cricket meal. If it's ground up and I don't know, I'm sure it's a good source of protein. Folks, how you doing on a Monday <laughs> morning? Well, we're still morning because it isn't noon yet today. Actually, it's in the nine o'clock morning here, our central time. We're going to be joined all kinds of different guests throughout the day. So check back to the crudelife.com. We're going to be talking Bitcoin a little bit later on in the program and a program as well. March Madness happened and happening right now as we speak. As we speak. We've got a heck of a March Madness tournament. Lots of upsets happening in the Marcellus region, in the Rocky Mountain region. Yeah, there was a couple of big ones. Permian region, (laughs) Eagleford region, region. We're going to get to that. We got new sponsors. What else do we got? Oh, boy. Oh, oh, are you ready for this? What do we got? Are you ready for this? Well, we'll get to that in a second. But oh, man, like cheese? I we didn't have his bio up. <laughs> so tomorrow I'm interviewing. So for Wednesday's program, mm-hmm. during the work hard portion, I will be interviewing the co-founder of Greenpeace. No kidding. Yes. Whoa. 
The co-founder of Greenpeace has a book out that talks about the myths and lies behind climate change. That's interesting. The co-founder of Greenpeace has a book out that talks about how the lies and myths behind climate change is perpetuated by the media. Oh, yeah. Everything I've been talking about. Right. So I got this email from him. of Greenpeace. Wow. And he sits on the board of the CO2 Coalition. Okay. So he's still a player. Right. He's not not dubbed a crazy guy quite yet. Not yet. Wait till he gets on the show. Well, he's Greenpeace, so, you know. So. Nice nap, The crude life is going to be having the co-founder of Greenpeace on. See, this is the kind of conversations the crude life likes to have. So this morning on social media, I saw we put out that, you know, we like to do what we call house ads. Mm-hmm. You know, we like to brag a little bit. It's our opportunity yeah. to say, see, told you so. Yeah. Whatever cool. it might be. Well, that's what happens, you know. Well, you saw over the weekend on Friday, 21 states suing Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. 21 states. Well, three weeks ago, we had the Arkansas Attorney General on. Okay. I remember. Well, there's a reason that we do interviews like that. We know that they're not going to get likes. We know that people aren't going to comment on it because people are processing while they, while they listen. Right, yeah. Leaders are trying to figure out what to do because we have the attorney general on who's got 13 other states ready to sue the president. Oh, by the way, 21, 21 ended up now. suing. Yeah. So there's an example of the crude life being proactive Mm -hmm. you see what i mean now i saw over the weekend a lot of people uh, are reactive now yeah well i got a couple emails that thanked us for that interview because that allowed their company to be ready before everyone else so they were able to get their ducks in a row because they thought oh geez if we got 13 back you know three weeks ago it's gonna happen and a lot of people thought we were crazy for airing such a ridiculous well ridiculous who they're not gonna sue uh, north dakota sues the federal government every other week pal. Yeah, i was gonna say it's more common sense to assume they would sue right i remember doing a story like three years ago we had the attorney general on because they I think they had 24 lawsuits against the federal government and i was joking with the attorney general like are you not gonna sue me at the end of this interview are you <laughs> my goodness is not this unless you work for the federal government well i mean at some point are we just sue happy yeah. That's okay, though. Well, it seems like that's the only way to get anybody uh, to change their mind. Well, that's what's going on. You know, a lot of different stuff. We're going to have a new segment today, too. Uh, emails coming into the studio. So we got news, rumors, and newspeak coming up a little bit later on in the program. But also, emails into the studio. So we get a comment on some emails. Nice. Not just trolling. Did you get a chance to watch any of the March Madness? I, a little bit. Yeah. Did you really? A little bit. You're not really a fan of the March no, Madness. No, I'm not, though. but I figured since we're, we're doing something mm-hmm. about it, I should probably pay attention. Yeah. Uh, by the way, the show's like three hours late this morning, and we're both sleeping still, half asleep. Yeah. I mean, I'm like looking over. <laughs> his eyes are halfway shut. Mine are uh, halfway shut. You were on your shut. trip. I've been dealing with sick kids. We're not in Colorado to make yeah. our eyes halfway shut. It's <laughs> <laughs> just a natural state down there. in man. Rome, baby. Rocky Mountain High. Uh, Colorado. So <laughs> March Madness. Let's go through the teams, by the way, very quickly. Who won and who did not win. So... Coming out of the Permian region, ready for this for first-round action? Because you, of course, have the regular 
teams from ESPN.com and Yahoo Sports. By the way, Official channels. Yahoo Sports. Oh, I wish I would have taken the screenshot. I almost did. I almost took a screenshot of this was it? because the headline was so ridiculous. All right. So Word salad, basically. You know how these writers, these content producers are so full of shit that they will just put anything out to get clicks? Oh, yeah. Okay. We see it every day now. Everything is the best and the worst all the time? Yep. So this one Yahoo writer, one of their head guys. Some Yahoo at Yahoo. <laughs> Sorry. Drinking Yoohoo. <laughs> Headline is... Why this is the Big Ten's year to win it all. Okay. And, and I, I even think it was even to be have an all-final four Big Ten. Okay? I don't even think they have a team left in the tournament. Yeah, I was going to say. I, so I, after the first day, like seriously, I think seven out of the 11 teams mm-hmm. got knocked out. Or eight out of the 11 teams, like boom, 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 getting knocked out. 15-2 seed, done. Boom. Ohio State, gone. Okay? And I, I went back to find, he took it off. Oh. Oh, he took it. He scrubbed it. And I thought, there's a great example Rewriting history. of what's wrong with our journalism today yeah. is self-editors. Mm-hmm. Because so many people are responsible for putting their own shit online. It doesn't have that traditional vetting process yeah. that a publisher or an editor traditionally would have. Yeah, as not a, just the grammar errors, but is this worth putting up? Totally. <laughs> is, is, this, is this even worthy to put up? Yeah. So think about it. Yahoo paid that gentleman, it was a man, to spend, I don't know, three hours mm-hmm. putting together that story, researching it, putting the links together because that story had all kinds of links to players and crap like Just that. Just keywords and algorithms. Yeah, all that yeah. different stuff. I bet that was that dude's afternoon oh. and gone. Just gone. That's, that's, that's <laughs> pissing your money away, man. That well, is pissing your money away. But it seems like that's that's the age we live in right now is it's, they just want content. They don't really care about the quality. No, there's, there's very little. There is very little reward for merit in the workplace these days. It is all just who can kiss ass the best, who's the best yes man, and who can just say what we think everybody wants to hear. Yeah. Yeah, follow That's the pretty line. much what it is. Yeah. So if you're a change agent, holy crap. Yeah, it's, well, I mean. To me, actually, you got my extra respect if you're trying to be out there, be a change agent. Like, when it came to Trump, you know, and I tried to take politics out of it, Anytime somebody brought up Trump, and I'd say, listen, here's the thing about Trump. I don't care if it's COVID. I don't care if it's Border Patrol. I don't care what it is. At least he makes a decision. Hmm. You got to at least respect that. Even if you don't like the decision, that's better than some wishy-washy dude. If a decision is made now, you have information Mm -hmm. that you can bring it back to your life and say, I'm going to adjust accordingly. Because like we've talked about before, when penicillin was invented, the magic amulet dude was gone. Right, the snake oil salesman. The, 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 like, the leech. Crap, this really works. The leech medicine doctor, yeah. gone the next day. I mean, penicillin took out multiple industries, you know, in the same way the internet took out the travel agency in three years. Yep, right. I mean, so let's, let's go from a ridiculous penicillin magic amulet to 
travel agency internet. And it seems to work like that, either accidental or nobody saw it coming. I remember, you know, remember, in the, and this is going to date me, the early 90s when Yahoo was first starting to get up there and you had AOL and all that. It was tough to find anything that wasn't just straight news. There wasn't, nobody really knew what to do. You know, and Amazon for years was non-profitable. They were, they were running at a yeah. loss, you know, so. They, they were too big to fail. They were, exactly. They were the first too big to fail yep. because investors could not stop investing. We've got we're too much money into totally. it. Totally. Yeah. It was a unique. I remember that was the first time I heard that argument. Too big to fail? Yes. Yeah, me too. And, and it was about Amazon. Yep. All right, let's go take a look here. So we're going to go through the first round here quick, folks, and then we'll go through the Sweet 16 in just a second here. But first round, number one, Imperative Chemical Partners coming out of the Permian region. They defeated number 16, Land Reeves Services. Number three, Black Star Energy Services over number 14, Blackwater Environmental. There goes one of our sponsors down. Number yeah, six, hey. TRCAC. We're not yeah, rigged here, we're man. Not, we're not rigging it, man. <clears throat> number six, TRC Construction over number 11, Aces Completions. Kate Hornbrook and the crew down. Number five, TTS Drilling Solutions over number 12, a Weld Fit 63 to 62. Number two, Alpha Industrial Construction over number 15, Titan Solutions. Holy Ooh. smokes, another sponsor down. Number three, Oilfield Boys over number four, Bakken.com. Another sponsor down. Oh, Our sponsors are getting smoked. <laughs> Is that what the emails are? <laughs> I haven't checked those emails yet. Those go to my personal. <laughs> I just checked the studio at, at thecrudelife.com. Oh, man. We're going to have to recount everybody at the end of the day. Uh-oh, Rocky Johnson. Okay, Rocky okay. Johnson, not The Rock, Dwayne Johnson's okay. father. Not Rocky Balboa Johnson. That's okay. what I was thinking. Rocky Johnson from the interview from the Permian Pipeliners Association a great annual name. cookoff. Great name. Oh, he's got the, one That's of the best a, silver tongues you'll ever hear. That's just a perfect name. Well, they drew Oklahoma. Well, they're from Texas. Remember I said that they That's might actually knew there was gonna, they were they were going to yeah maybe would trade for Winthrop <laughs> something a little bit more slice of Winthrop something not Oklahoma yeah so uh, anyway they advanced number 9 four warriors hydro excavating over number 8 Aries buildings a number final four team from last year goes down Tiffany Wilson oh no oh no she's going to she, she's going to take that against me yeah, personally it's yeah it's going to be personal now Number seven, Hibernia Resources over number 10, B5 Consulting Services due to a COVID outbreak. That, and that's a first, right? <laughs> due to a COVID outbreak. Okay, but this is some very interesting social engineering that's been going on with the COVID from the police arresting a woman down in Texas mm -hmm. for not wearing a mask. It was in a bank, wasn't it? Yeah. It was in a bank. Yeah, I saw okay. That. To Fauci getting busted left and right, not wearing masks, unless mm -hmm. a camera is on, then he puts it on. Mm -hmm. But he forgets about the secondary cameras that people are holding. Right. Okay. Everybody's got a camera now. So you got, you've got that whole... I mean, this whole mask engineering thing is becoming a little bit closer to where's my papers than I care to admit. Well, I read they... they, they you they, understand yeah, what I mean by that? like a state of emergency in Miami because of spring break. And then they call it a tinder. So, what? yeah, that's the word they're using. They're calling it a Tinder. So now, we, see, we smile and say, oh, Tinder, okay. It's like when I would bring up the fact that I actually interviewed the guy that invented the internet, for mm -hmm. real, Rob Ryan. He invented the local area network, the okay. LAN. Without it, your internet, your internet does not work. 
So before then, it was just computers talking to computers. Right. When Rob Ryan with Ascent Technologies, which sold for in the billions back in the 90s. So he's up there with Bill Gates and okay. Steve Jobs. He's got okay. some walking around money. Uh, he's He would be considered the bronze medal. Okay. Okay. When it comes to technology, I would take third. You, place you take Bill that. Gates and Steve Jobs as number one and two, right? Mm-hmm. Rob Ryan would be third. He's in there with like the Oracle guys, you know those right, guys, right, just right. Uh, those guys, you know, they're HP, yeah. you know that sort of thing. Well, when I would bring that up about how you know I actually I, I was one of three people that interviewed him that year. Okay, the Wall Street Journal, mm-hmm. I think New York Times, and and me. I just happened to be in Jackson Hole when he was there. Nice. Never heard of him, which is... People were not impressed by that. They would just smile and go, Al Gore. Right, I know. I mean, it's like idiocracy, man. Yeah, it's like the Dean scream right there. It's just... it. Yeah, it prevents any more conversation, man. I know. It's, like, <laughs> it's like it's like if you say the word bottoms up. <laughs> Bottom. Bottom. <laughs> I mean, that's where we're at now. Wait, are we doing phrasing? <laughs> okay, so anywho, what else we got going on here? So Eagleford Region, we're just going to transfer on here. So Eagleford Region, number one oil field specialty partners over number 16 oil dog pipe rentals. After oil dog pipe rentals won their playing game and everything. <laughs> Number eight, Meckler Marketing over number nine, Epic Site Solutions. I love it when a number eight Meckler Marketing gives us an email. Sure, I'll play your game. That's how he entered. That's how he he entered. I had to go find his logo, too. That's cool. He won, so I had to go find his logo. Right. So he actually gave me an errand to do (laughs) for free. While he's busy winning. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Do it to yourself, man. Number five, Great American Mining Company over number 12, American Directional Driller. Oh, no, sponsor versus sponsor. Well, at least we have our first sponsor that advanced Somebody, to the second yeah, round. One sponsor is going to win this one. Great American Mining Company. Of course, they mine Bitcoin, folks. If you're looking for something of a Bitcoin mining on your well site, Great American Mining Company is doing it up in the Bakken as well as the Rocky Mountain region. Other areas, Wyoming, I think. They'll be on either today well, we're recording the interview today, so it'll be on later today, or we'll just air it tomorrow. I'm not sure how the show is going to totally Yeah, Bitcoin's fly almost 60000 Is it? Yep. Oh, I made some money today. Yeah, Good. you did. By the way, they paid their sponsorship, or they are going to pay their sponsorship in Bitcoin. We have to put a press release out, but we haven't finalized the transaction yet, so well, I shouldn't. So actually... It just keeps going up, man. technically not a sponsor yet, <laughs> and they advance. So we do not have any sponsors that have paid us that have We advanced. have got zero skin in this game. Oh, boy. Okay. Except all of our skin is in number this Number four, <laughs> Inkland Company over number 13, Lufkin. Lufkin. Number two, Edge and Murray over number 15, Field Point Energy Services. Number 14, oh, big upset here. Number 14, seven compression over number three, Campbell Electric out of Texas. No one saw that one. Number 10, Rough Rider Center over number seven, Trident Steel Corporation, another website. And number 11, Oil Man over number six, Quadra Chemicals. That rounds out the Eagleford region. All right, region. Coming out of the Marcellus. The number one, Bakken Barbecue, over number 16, Maxwell Bar and Grill. Another one of our sponsors <laughs> down. Oh. Man, we couldn't have planned this any worse. We're, we're like we? the Sports Illustrated yeah. curse. Oh, man. We're like the Madden game curse. Don't they say don't bite the hand that feeds you? Oh. Come on. We bit it right off. Yeah. Served it up at Maxwell's. 
Actually, probably across the street at that bar, the other bar. <laughs> what is that? Some sports bar, anyways. Uh, the karaoke bar went out of business. Oh, yeah. Another COVID casualty. Number eight, Sand Revolution defeats number nine, Unit Drilling Company. Yuri and the staff continue on. <laughs> they were the winner of the Chewy Paws during the Super Bowl. Oh, okay. They, they, remember, they got the That's time right. of they... the national anthem right. Now, that was a tough one. That's what they won. Wow. Number 12, Smart Chain Solutions defeats number five, Chewy Paws. Another one of our sponsors <laughs> oh, goes no, down. Man. Oh, I think every one of our sponsors. Yeah, I think we're gonna have to re-record this and do a little shuffling. Oh my word! Number four, Amigo Pipe and Equipment over number thirteen, Industry Night and Industries. There goes another sponsor. (laughs) Okay, number eleven, True West over number six, Digital Oil and Gas Solutions. Number three, Connector Specialists over number fourteen, Kate's Man Cave. Another sponsor done. (sighs) Okay, number ten. That's my favorite one. This is. I didn't even notice this This till now. Just a dominoes every man. one of our sponsors has lost in the first round of the march madness tournament of course the only thing i can say is see folks we're not rigging this definitely not rigged so if you're a sponsor apparently you're not gonna get extra exposure. or we tried to rig it and we really <laughs> screwed right. it up we, we tried we tried okay where are we at number two e and e enterprises over number 14 marcellus drilling news and uh, out of the Rocky Mountain region, number five, Permian Shale over number 12, Sunbelt Solutions. So, you know, Permian Shale isn't one of our sponsors. They're one of our media partners. So that looks like favoritism. Oh, no, man. You know, is... I think after seven sponsors down, we, <laughs> we deserve one. Okay, Come on. We, well, we got one that kind of <laughs> yeah. worked out in our favor. All right. <laughs> All right. Number one, Elite Energy Services, a sponsor Woo-hoo! advances. Okay, there we go. All right, I feel a little better now. Over number 16, Orange Property Management, who's another sponsor. So it, it's one of those where... It, Pick it, your poison, man. You know, okay, and actually... All right, number eight, Renegade Services with a victory over WIC. Another sponsor goes down. Number six, Spartan Energy Services defeats number 11, Spartan. Okay. Sorry, Spartan Energy defeats Knight energy services that's interesting a spartan versus a knight. knight yeah i'd See, watch we, that we can get our own <laughs> we can get our own uh, mascot wars going here flow co production solutions number 13 over number four canine pipe inspections wow number three seed apex energy services over number 14 absolute energy field products and services another sponsor down Number seven, MineralTracker.com over number 10, Global Energy Solutions. Mineral Tracker is a sponsor, but we just sent out the invoice, so we haven't got paid yet. So They're technically... Technically not a sponsor yet. Okay. Blue well, Sage Services. Maybe everybody who won will become a sponsor now. Blue Sage Services. The number 15 seed defeats the number two seed, Woo! Johnny Green. Oh, man. The Earth's champion? It's like I kicked myself in the nuts there. Oh, jeez. Number 16. Oh, there we go. The first four. Okay, so let's go to the second round here, folks, because we did have some advancements. But, excuse me. Holy smokes. That just kind of came out, didn't it? It's that Monday morning juice. Well, let's get to, we got to get to a commercial here, folks. But Elite Energy Services over Renegade, Permian Shale over Floco, Apex Energy over True West, no, over Spartan. 
Sage, Blue Sage over Mineral Tracker. Another. Number 15 seed, Blue Sage advances. Boy, that's a big upset there. Cinderella story. Sand Revolution defeats Bach in a barbecue. Well, there oh. we go. My whole MC gig. It's taken out. Yuri. Number. Hope you get an 12. invite again. Number 12, Smart Choice takes out number four, Amigo Pipe. And number 11, True West advances past number three, Connector Specialists. And E&E Enterprises over Plunger Lift International. So we're getting our Sweet 16 rounded out today. We've got another round of it, folks. Woo! It's out madness. Breath, man. It is. Well, that's why they call it such. Absolute madness. And they're but playing now. We've got some fun going on. It looks like people are enjoying themselves a little bit. Gives everybody a chance to brag. We're getting the logos out now. Yep. We've gone from, you know, the names to the logos. It's official. It's starting to fill out and... Oh, boy. So, you didn't watch much of the games, did you? No, but I, uh, I'm i kind of curious. I think we got through that mess with two sponsors that made it through that round. Well, it was a sponsor versus sponsor game. <sighs> yeah. So, technically, not really. Okay, so I shouldn't quit my day job. I'm gonna, we need to see how many spon- We have one sponsor left. <laughs> That's who, it. And who is Just it? Elite Energy. Elite Energy. We're pulling for you, man. That's that's what that's what we have left. <laughs> you got to win it all. I'm serious. I, I'm even looking at the other side. We got completely knocked oh, out of geez. the other side. Oh no, Great American Mining Company. There we go. Two. Boy, this is a well. They're just living curse. kind of the Cinderella story this year already. The number five seed. Oh boy. Speaking of which, Bitcoin. You mentioned it's not how much. I think it looked today. It was like 57,000, almost 60,000. Almost 60,000. Yeah. Okay, folks. Well, stick around a little bit later in the program because we are going to talk Bitcoin. Uh, you might want to take a look at it. At least give them a call. Check out their website to see if it's something that you can have on your well site. To, I mean, Russia's all in. Yeah. Russia's all in. You know, we were even thinking about coal industry should look into this, about, about doing something with coal and Bitcoin. Why not? Really? Why not? I mean, if it's a way to generate some energy and absolutely, you know, it's a way to divert some things. Seems like so. a win-win too. I mean, it, you're just using that stuff that was going to go to waste. We're going to take a brief pause and we come back. It is emails coming into the studio. And if you'd like to email us, studio at thecrudelife.com. Studio at thecrudelife.com. I did see one of them is about March Madness. One of them's taking me to task. <laughs> and one of them is just asking about how we do things here. So, well, folks, we'd, we'd be curious how we do things too, so let us know. We don't have an answer to that one. <laughs> Spoiler alert. That is Sterling. My name is Jason Spies. We'll see you in a few weeks. Just remember your task will only last if you don't take off your mask. When the outside's chilly and the inside is warm, you've been wishing you never been born. To get your mind blown Mind blown, your mind blown Show you something that's never been shown Your mind blown, your mind blown And that's all you need to know The music heard on the Crude Life Morning Show Play Hard, Work Hard is by the Moody River Band Interested in becoming a sponsor? Email studio at thecrudelife.com.
The Crude Life. Play hard, work hard. It's sponsored in part by Blackwater Environmental is a family-owned company with over 10 years of on-site industrial experience, offering inspections, consulting, coding failure analysis, specification writing, and coding application services, along with many other services for energy, oil, gas, and municipalities. Blackwater Environmental was started in Moorcraft, Wyoming, but has grown to a larger facility in Gillette, Wyoming, where they provide a better quality of service for their customers. For more information on Blackwater Environmental, check out their website, blackwaterenviro.com. That's blackwaterenviro.com. The Crude Life. Play hard, work hard. Is sponsored in part by... For more than 100 years, First International Bank and Trust has been headquartered in western North Dakota, home of the Bakken. Our proven record of mineral management, appraisal, and brokerage services is now enhanced by the only Bakken-specific software, Mineral Tracker. Trust First International Mineral and Land Services and Mineral Tracker to protect your interests and help build and preserve a financial legacy for generations to come. Great American Mining monetizes wasted, stranded, and undervalued gas throughout the oil and gas industry by using it as a power generation source for Bitcoin mining. Great American Mining Company brings the market and their expertise to the molecule. Their solutions make producers more efficient and profitable while helping reduce flaring and venting throughout the oil and gas value chain. And if you're a mineral owner, Check out how much Bitcoin you could be making right now with your valued gas. Go to gam.ai. That's Great American Mining, gam.ai. The Industrial Forest. It takes an industry to build a forest. Hey folks, Jason Spies with The Crude Life. Did you know about half the trees planted in the last 20 to 30 years have died within the first year? Lack of watering, transplant shock, special interest groups, poor growing conditions are just a few reasons it takes an industry to build a forest, and that is exactly what the industrial forest does. Sustainability sheds, critical pipeline systems are implemented to ensure the forest survives and absorbs carbon for decades to come. It takes an industry to build a forest if you're interested in sustainable forests growing industry jobs check out the industrialforest.com that's the industrialforest.com play hard work hard now let's play hard welcome back to the crude life morning show play hard work hard my name is jason spies that is sterling thank you folks for joining us here on this monday morning it's still morning we're a little bit late as we slept in, domestic duties. Just life, man, but it's Monday Madness. Didn't have an interview lined up in time. Just, you know, how the oil patch goes. You, you can you can have things triple confirmed, mm-hmm. and on your way there, you'll get a text. Shoot, so-and-so just called, got to take it. Give me 20. That's normal. That's just how Hands she change, rolls. Seasons change. So, as the month of March comes to an end, the Women's History Month is coming to an end as well, but every day this month, we've featured a different woman in oil and gas and industry as we continue to honor and celebrate Women's History Month here at The Crude Life. And honestly, when we started this, 
we looked at doing, you know, some more kind of Harriet Tubman, Rosa Parks type history. Mm-hmm. If, if we're going to get into the history, let's get into the history. Well, when I went and I did a search for, you know, women in industry, really the only one that came up, there was someone from a black and white photo, and I cannot remember her name. Okay, so it clearly, it sunk in. Right. <laughs> and then it was the woman who does the, you know, the, the arm flex that you see in all the can-do kind of, you know, women can-do. Oh, uh, yeah, the Rosie Riveter. That's it. Yeah, Ro- yeah pink did a yeah. album cover yeah. like that. And then I, I want to say that um, I think Eleanor Roosevelt was one of them too. Probably. I mean, seriously. Yep. So that just to give you an idea that yep. it's open. I mean, you can. So that's why the crude life's like, hey, let's just interview a, a different woman or highlight a different woman every day of the month because these women are making history right now. You know, and I think one of the things that uh, people on the outside don't realize, and I didn't, is how many women are. You didn't have to look hard to find women in the oil and gas community to talk to today i'm just saying today anytime you turn around you're talking to someone a woman who's in the industry who's running an organization who's volunteering on the outside i mean but trying to find historical women it was difficult yeah because it was a male-dominated industry for so long well and i think most people think oil and gas they think male-dominated but there is that's that's how I felt, and I'm clearly wrong. It's a little bit of the transition that's happening as it's going that to word. It, yeah, well, that's part <laughs> of it. You know, it's the transitional word of uh, of going more to automation. Yeah, going more to robotics, going more towards coding. Hey, coal miners, go code. Yeah, learn how to code. Hey, what's what's the word? Hey, frackers, go. Crack? What? I don't uh, know. I, th- I think it's... You know, go crack the code? Something with wind turbines, probably. <laughs> well, whatever keyboard is. Go crack the keyboard? <laughs> I don't know. Whatever the clever saying is. But So uh, as we conclude March, we're getting ready for April. Because, you know, here we're kind of thematic at months here at mm-hmm. The Crude Life. Whether you knew it or not, folks, we, we do kind of loosely follow a content calendar. <laughs> well, next month we have, you know, ESG... Cleanup, yep. environmental that uh, we're going to be doing the spring cleanup, if you will. So that's coming up next. So, folks, if you have some environmental aspect to your company, and it could be something like a recycling program, yeah, cleanup program, recycling. It could be part of the company. It could be volunteer. Or know, what we're going to do is, you know, we, we got a highway that we adopted to go clean. Yep. So we're going to go do that next month, and then also. What I learned talking to Zia Engineering out of New Mexico, Zia Engineering out of New Mexico, when they were working on the Davis Refinery up in the Bakken, soon to be the Walton Refinery down in Winkler County by Kermit, Texas. They're also, I, I don't know if Zia's working on that as well. I mean, my guess is they probably are because the Davis Refinery. The minute the lights go on, it'll be the cleanest refinery on the planet really? by de- by well by default. By, yeah, because there hasn't <laughs> been be the one only built. Only one like it. Well, there hasn't been one built in forty years. Okay, like from scratch, a greenfield refinery. That means from scratch. Mm-hmm. There has not been one built in the United States in over forty years. I had no idea. Okay, wow. Uh, well, you've had additional. You've had add-ons. You've right. had re- remodels but from scratch. From, from scratch, boom, it's so, never been here before. From talking to Zia Engineering, I didn't even realize that the bending of a pipe, okay, can have a lot to do with how green a facility is. 
Really? The, it just has to do with the flow of the air and the flow of the gas and all these huh. other things has a lot to do with emission management. And until you hear it broken down in such simple language, you don't realize how important that engineering is and the, you know, learning from your past mistakes yeah. and having to redo some certain things. You know, like three-wheelers were not a good idea. Four-wheelers, <laughs> those stuck around. Three-wheelers, boy, I learned my le- Oh, oh man. Many I'm, crashes on three-wheelers. That's trikes. where I got my scars from. Really? Ha- oh, half my scars are from three-wheelers. Nice. Absolutely. <laughs> if she frackleberry hound is staring. Yeah, if she's keeping guard outside. At the climate activists yeah, congregating that's, that's out That's not what her. we're talking about. We're not talking about climate activists here. We're talking about environmental Right when then the importance of every step that a company has to take to reach ESG standards or to, I will gladly talk to a quote unquote environmentalist. I don't think they would last. I don't long. think they like to talk to us. Though well, I honestly, there are some people that I don't think would last long on this show. Yeah, I honestly, I, I really don't think so. I'm I'm even talking about some people in the industry. There are some people in the industry that will never come on this show because they know they cannot answer questions appropriately right. to sand. my satisfactory. Yep. We've had honestly they 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 do not want to be accountable. It's easier just to be unnoticed. Yeah. It's easier just to give some red meat occasionally to their people so that they can get their checks and then get your fluffy interviews oh, with yeah. Them. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. I mean, we're not afraid to talk to anybody here. That's why you can get called on the way to an interview and they say, sorry, I got to talk to somebody for 20 minutes. That's exactly right. right. Yeah. Yep. So that's coming up down the pipe. And what do we got now? Oh, now it's fun. Now we're going to get to our email portion because we get some emails Woo-hoo! into the studio. And here. not just spam anymore Stu- or trolling. <laughs> By the way, we got a great rate on SEO rates, according to this guy from India. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I, I see I see. there's name. one there about your extended car warranty. And if we send money to this Nigerian prince, they will do our chain letters for us. You see, that guy is greedy. I already sent him money. <laughs> it came back, didn't it? <laughs> My check bounced. So here's an email that comes in. Email studio at thecrudelife.com. This is from Confused in Colorado. I like the name already. What are the rules to March Madness? That's it. <laughs> Clear, succinct, to the point. Boom. From the NCAA or the Crude Life March Madness? I assume he means the Crude Life's right. March Madness. Yeah. Send $1,000 and a pint of whole blood. Could he just be sitting around smoking a joint, watching the game? Thinking we're in charge of March Madness? <laughs> as many of our sponsors that got smoked in the first round, we're clearly That's not a, in charge of anything. He, he had some <laughs> tournament pool and, you know, they got upset. Oral Roberts, right, dang it, Ohio State. I'm going to show the crude life. Okay, so how do you respond to that? So the rules are this, folks. I assume you're talking about the crude life's March Madness, where we've got names of companies advancing. And then we have a bracket and seeds. We got 13 seed, 14 seed, 2 seed, 5 seed. Well, there's a video available on Facebook and also YouTube because it went more than 10 minutes. So we could not put it on LinkedIn. Anything under 10 minutes, we put on LinkedIn. And we tried. We we did, but we couldn't get it. Oh, well. Too many teams. 68 teams we had to pull. Mm Mm-hmm. And what we did is we had teams 
that were p- selected by the NCAA Tournament Selection Committee. And they put out a bracket Sunday night. And on Wednesday, Wednesday morning, we drew names out of a Swan Energy, almost like it was a, not a duffel bag. Not a tote. Not a tote bag. No. It's, it was like More a like a executive messenger bag. It's like a messenger bag, like a go. journalist bag. Yeah. I was going to say like Curry. a writer's bag. There you go. So we drew names. We had all 68 companies who entered the March Madness Tournament enter into the Swan Energy Executive Courier Bag. We'll go with the Executive okay, I, Courier I like Bag. That. Sure. Sounds, that sounds nice. We try to be a little professional yeah, here. Even though official. we're playing hard, you know, it's a little <laughs> professional. So Sterling would name the team that was on... Did we get it from ESPN or Yahoo? Yeah, one of the two. One of those. Yeah. I, actually, no. I think it was actually from the NCAA.org. That's right. It was there. It was the official. official. Yeah, because we spent a couple of minutes trying to get a decent bracket that didn't just have the initials. And we ended up going to the source, which we should have done to begin with. But we, of course, got sidelined by the glitz and the glamour yeah. of the clickbait the shiny and so whatever. And, the pretty and, and noises. We ended up going to NCAA.org where we got the official March Madness bracket. Well, we then had a free tournament because we're not charging anybody here. This is no gambling, although you do win prizes now. There are prizes. We would draw a name and match it to the team name that Sterling would shout out as he just named him right down the line. That's about the science involved with this. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't that much more complicated. Villanova. Oh, Aces completions. And and I don't think that's what actually matched up, but that's how it went. So we have recorded video evidence, so there's no tampering. Yeah, no deep state here. We've got transparency of the brackets, round by round, match by match. So... We feel pretty. My conscience, my Catholic conscience is clean. Yeah, I was going to say, you don't look Which is guilty. really difficult to do. <laughs> There's still some guilt in there, just not <laughs> basketball related. Well, P- Permian Shale did advance, and I felt bad because, you know, they're. Uh, yeah, and you're smarting from the Johnny Green and the Bakken.com. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Feel bad that our, you know, sponsors who have paid got knocked out in the first round. I always feel bad about that. Hey, but- well, they're not paying for a bracket. Hey, man, live and learn, baby. <laughs> Welcome to the crude life. It's raw. It's real. That's Lump it. <laughs> All right. Next one here. Noticed you guys started taking more of a stand on issues in energy. Why the increase in editorializing? I've also heard you take Matt Gallagher of Parsley Energy and Mike Summers of API to task on government subsidies and controlling the supply. You also blasted AIP when DEPA came out against carbon pricing press release. Against the carbon pricing press release. Do you ever take a stance or do you just finger point Marcellus Matt? Thank you, Matt. Well, for me personally... I believe I did take a stance. I believe that I took a stance when API came out with their press release on carbon pricing. I believe I took a stance before DEPA did. Yeah. Well, I mean, I believe my you, were, exact, you were talking to people that hadn't even heard of it yet. I believe day one, my stance was, 
wait a minute. John Kerry is the new voice for oil and gas? Climate Holy shit. Envoy. Because what John Kerry was talking about, API came out and agreed with, correct? Yeah. That was the news story how this all started, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, then the next day, I do remember taking a stance as well when it actually came to the legitimacy of do you agree with carbon pricing? Do you not agree with carbon mm-hmm. pricing? Well, I think my stance was that I believe carbon pricing is another name for carbon tax. And when I went and I did my Google search, I found more than three websites that agree with me. So therefore, it's fact in my world. Okay. <laughs> and I think the reality is carbon pricing leads to a carbon tax. Just a different name. It's, for yeah, it. it's, really... there, there's one little... Kind of how margarine is one molecule away from plastic. I believe there's just one molecule away from, from the whole. I've eaten plastic that tastes a hell of a lot better than margarine. I'm just saying. Well, I believe I actually took a stance and said that I believe that a carbon tax is another example of rank prejudice against the poor. Because a carbon tax is going to get passed along the supply chain and therefore it's going to end up in the homes that are in houses that, that need heat and cooling, mm-hmm. which is 40 to 60% of somebody's energy or house bill. Yeah, absolutely. And therefore, it's going to affect the poor people first mm-hmm. before the middle class, and then it'll affect them next. It, just, it's, it starts with the poor, and it works its way up. Yeah. And so I believe that the carbon tax is a, another example of a smokescreen, another example of a way to keep a certain class of individuals, primarily the middle class, suppressed. Because I believe the great prophet George Carlin was right, that the poor were put on the planet to scare the shit out of the middle class. <laughs> well, you know, there's something like that. No, I think you're right, man. There's They, they serve that as the other. They're always the other. The poor, right? They're right. the third one, right? Yeah, yeah. The third one, yeah. I don't know. So that, I, I believe I have taken actual some stances. Um, it's kind of hard. I, I know the crude life actually did take a stance, which the crude life usually doesn't. Yeah. So go ahead. No, I was just going to say, you know, we talk about this stuff or, you know, what we, what we read from the API and, and carbon pricing and taxing. And to me, it just reminds me of like Weight Watchers and cheat days is what we're talking about. It's nibbling around the edges. Yeah. You know, it really is. It's, it's, uh, it's not the, the be all solution to whatever problem we think we have. So yeah, I think it's going to get passed down to people. You see what happened in Texas when you don't have enough supply and what happens to prices. Yeah. In regards to taking Matt Gallagher of Parsley Energy I don't remember and you Mike doing that. Summers of API to task. When did you do that? Uh, I, I remember, and maybe I did, maybe I did, uh, but I do remember citing them as examples in terms of the industry at crossroads, That's when right. when That's I would talk right. about subsidies I, versus non. Well, last year in October, when I started saying I believe that there's going to be multiple themes in 2021 mm-hmm. from the existential energy uh, point of view, and defined by defection is going to be one of them. Where if you're not making six figures and you're getting publicly shamed at parties because you're the new big tobacco, mm-hmm. you're not going to stick up for the industry anymore. Yeah. You're just not going to. What's the incentive? Where, where's Right. Where's the incentive coming from? Oh. John Oliver last night did a whole big series on plastic. And what, what, what did they say that? In fact, 
they came out with uh, 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 what's the Samuel L. Jackson? What's in your wallet? No, oh, yeah. What's in your stomach? Because apparently the mad average person consumes a credit card worth of plastic a month or something like that because of the fish and. Well, how the, else do you get rid of your expired cards? I eat them. Yeah, yeah. shred them and eat them, baby. Totally. Have a nice little <laughs> if salad. I don't have any margarine, you know, you probably use croutons on your salad. <laughs> Silly man. <laughs> Fancy pants. Oh man. Right. Come on, eat like Kenny's family here from South Park, <laughs> where we we got to shred our credit cards. Eat shredded Capital One for dinner. Well, I mean, so that's what I'm saying is yeah. that I used Mike Summers and Matt Gallagher as an example of. The industry is at crossroads here, okay? I'm getting trolled on social media for asking questions, okay? I am just for asking simple questions like, could we go to negative oil or is the industry at crossroads? Should wind energy, X, Y, Z, all these different things. So if the industry can't even get along, yeah, okay. I mean, yeah, so that, that was an example of saying when the government... When the conversation started about whether the government should come in and control oil and gas production, Mike Summers from API came out. And by the way, I agreed with Mike Summers in this example where he came out and said, no, 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 no. Subsidies, government stay out of our lives. Okay, we'll let the marketplace take care of it. And that was what I called as an example, the old school mentality. Yeah, the old guard. Or the traditional way. Because old school almost sounds Orwellian now because old is lame. Right. So the classic. Traditional. I almost think traditional is kind of the traditional media has ruined that. All right, do it like classic classic Coke, Coke man. Classic that's, Coke, that's, that's, that's America like. classic, right there. Classic cars, classic. baby. <laughs> the classic intellect. There you go. There you go. The classic business model. The classic philosophy behind oil and gas was let the marketplace. Yeah, stay out of our way. Yeah. Well, Matt Gallagher, who's I believe was in his mid thirties. Okay, mm-hmm. one of the younger CEOs. Well, for a company that later filed for bankruptcy and got bought out, which he didn't disclose at that time. Right. That was probably in the process, right? Which I believe is a big part of the story that got left out. Mm -hmm. All right. I was wondering what that noise was. It was a a, a new water fountain we bought here. Okay. (laughs) So I thought the faucet was going. So... And now Frackleberry Hound is getting out of hand here. All right. Don't lose your thought. I know. I'm losing my thought here. So Matt Gallagher came in, and by the way, rightfully so, mm-hmm. to usher in a new vein of conversation, if that was his intent, to say, I think the Texas Railroad Commission should come in and control production. And I was saying, well, of course, because you're going to be in the recipient. Yeah. You have all the access. You have all the government contracts that are probably there. Right. So you're, you're going to probably be at the front of the line. Of course you want it. Good well, for me, not for thee. Yeah, yeah. And, and Mike Summers was the exact opposite. So when the API came out with this whole carbon pricing, my first reaction was simple. Out of all the discussions to be having right now on the planet, why would you be in agreement with John Kerry as your discussion? Right. So it's interesting so i'm not really taking people to task on that as much as citing a change in the attitude behavior or marketplace and 
citing examples to go with it, real life examples. Yeah, you're not interested in, in pointing uh, the finger pointing of flip flopper. You know what you're looking for is more to do with. There's a lot of difficult conversations going on right now, and there's a lot of challenges. And I think what you're really hoping for is just conversations about that. It's not about saying, oh, well, you said this six months ago, because, Jesus, we're three months into the year, and it already feels like it's been 10. You know, I mean, in terms right? of the things that have been happening. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's not about taking people to task so much as just asking questions. I may, in fact, I'm going to do this. We should do... A three to five part series on new leadership styles oh, that are apparently accepted. Yeah. Okay. Or three to five leadership styles to watch out for. Mm-hmm. The the entrepreneur. Okay. The the entrepreneur who has been receiving government subsidies from day one. Leveraged the government subsidies in order to get a bank loan, got bailed out first by the bank because they had the government subsidies through the PPP loan. These are faux entrepreneurs. Yeah. And these are a lot, in a lot of cases, these are the quote unquote entrepreneurs that are being propped up in their local communities. So I actually think as a journalist, that's a story. Absolutely. Okay. That's picking winners. The finger pointer shamers. There are people that have been finger pointing and shaming the same thing for 10 years. Yeah. And they've changed like jobs three times. <laughs> okay. Like when I look at their, at they're their consistent. when I take a look at their resume, it's like every three years they have a new name. New some, title. New some, title. Yeah. Some new, yeah. okay, we'll just. Executive assistant director. No, of, no, it, no. They're the, they're the chief executive okay, officer okay, yeah. or the president, okay. but it's a new sort of, um, let's say that they're, you know, save the whales. Okay. okay? They would be the Pacific first because that was cool and trendy. Well, sure. after the three years of, of sucking up those resources, they got to change the name. So now it's, um, you know, whale of a time. or they, You know what I mean? They got to change their name <laughs> right, every yeah. three years. Rebrand. To rebrand to go with the new mood that is out in the marketplace. But they continue to finger point and shame with the same message. Yeah, absolutely. So it, that's why I'm saying it, it's it's Barbie with a new hat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just decoration. I think it's time to call them out too. Absolutely. Because what they're, they're hurting the industry. They're hurting the industry. And by the way, they're in every industry. We just happen to do oil and gas. Yeah. That's I mean, all. you want to talk about socialism in this country? It runs rampant through government-subsidized industry. I mean, whether it's defense contractors, it's oil and gas, it's uh, portions of the ag. I mean, federal money's in a lot of pies. No different than the climate envoy, John Kerry, private jetting around. With his suite of with, executive with orders. With his suite of executive there's orders. There's so many, they had to call so, it a suite. There's a great example yeah. of a fake leader. And I don't know what we got to figure out. We got to wordsmith it a little bit. You know, that's that's See, this week. If we're, I was in charge of John Kerry's stuff, I'd be like, dude, you're only going out in a horse and buggy, right? Mm-hmm. And we're going to recycle all that horse shit, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, make it as uh, I don't know. About, okay, take Women's History Month. Yeah. So if you're a if if you're getting paid to be a leader in the women's movement to empower women. Mm-hmm. And all you've done is just say things like, how come we can't do more? How is that helping? Right. Uh, 10 years of 
saying why uh, imagine and why can't we and doing that bullshit about just platitude 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 absolutely man we were talking off air about like you know this whole thing of just like if you've done platitudes for more than a year you're not in leadership (laughs) you're not yeah well what what are you doing yeah exactly well i mean seriously what do you oh i can point at a problem and wear a nice suit or a nice dress and and that's like 99 percent of our politicians in washington they're seriously we just renew them like a netflix subscription without thinking about it and they're just there just doing their thing just and and you've got like on the one in north dakota this weekend for example okay my backyard north dakota your backyard north dakota the one guy out in uh western north dakota that got kicked out of the senate yeah by his own party i think right what was the reason uh, harassment what kind of harassment sexual harassment to where women would physically leave the room yeah i think one or two other lawmakers said that they moved their desks right uh, across the chamber to be that far away from them yeah so back rubs massages you know unasked for uh, advances but that gentleman has gotten a lot of support yeah so if you've that just confuses me because i don't know most of us were raised to be i'm telling you there there's crossroads like we've never seen before and that and that's another example right there well you know if you get let's say you get somebody on the liberal left that goes against that guy that gives somebody on the hardcore right an excuse and a reason and a justification for supporting him you're against him so i'm for him that's all that matters so marcellus matt I'm not sure if you were trying to take me to task or you were just actually being serious, but I do appreciate the email. Yeah, I thought it was a well-written email. Studio at thecrudelife.com. And I'm going to read it one more time just so people know how we got on our little tangent. Uh, Marcellus Matt emails the studio. Noticed you started taking more of a stand on issues and energy. Why the increase in editorializing it? Also heard you take Matt Gallagher of Parsley Energy and Mike Summers of API to task on government subsidies and controlling the supply. You also blasted API when DEPA came out against the carbon pricing press release. Do you ever take a stance or just finger point Marcellus Matt? You know, it's, it's funny about this is he started out nice and professional. Then he ramped up like he started getting blasted. more angry. Yeah, he yeah. started getting more finger angry. Board. But yeah. no, I understand. I understand. But so that's why I think he actually was trying to be serious, actually. Mm, and yeah. so I do appreciate it, Matt. But yes, I do take a stance. I do quite a bit. In fact, go listen to my stance on wind energy I'm very much against the direction of wind energy to the tune to where I've said farmers from 150 years ago are more efficient with wind energy than we are today. And if you go listen to my show from last week, I interviewed a guy who left the oil and gas industry after 29 years and is now building wind turbines because that is the only work available. He's 20% oil and gas, 80% wind. He sent me an email, by the way. We got several emails. We've gotten actually about a half a dozen emails. That's not... Uh, people, that's international emails. Okay. Woo. People from Europe okay. listening to the podcast nice. that have worked on these wind turbines that knew... Mike Renfrow okay. of Blue Sea, no, Blue Boat Subsea. And Europe is the leading edge of wind oh, energy. They've got all right? but they've one. Got it. All but one company. They've got uh, Dominion Energy, I believe, is the only American company. The rest are all European companies. So um, the email, is that where you're going at? Yes. Where are we going at? Uh, no. Um, we interviewed him, okay? And so we're not afraid to talk about any topic. No. 
And it's not about finger pointing. I mean, because nowadays it's all about pointing out people's hypocrisy. Like that's going to change behavior. It's about asking the right questions. I just believe that people still want solution-based journalism. Yeah, yeah. That, hey, you know what? We just need some information to get us through the day. And somebody has to be the eyes and the ears out there because every other... Here's a newsflash, folks. Everything else is is just self-interest. Yeah, it's decoration. But people... When it comes to, okay, we are going to have on the co-founder of Greenpeace this week. That's going to be cool, man. The co-founder of Greenpeace is going to be on The Crude Life. See, but that's exactly the type of conversation The Crude Life likes to have. Where industry comes to talk. That's right. I mean, that's pretty cool, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. All right. Last email. Studio at thecrudelife.com. You guys suck. How's the Bitcoin thing work in the oil patch? I have seen this as an option, but do not know much about it. What do you guys know? Mitch G. Oh, well, they got a great gadget on their website for you, man. Well, I tell you what. Rich. It works very well. It's a little bit overwhelming at first because it is like a big, giant shipping container of fans and computers. It's like a farmer, uh, server farm, right? But here's what you should probably know. And I'm being totally serious about this, okay? Two things. Two things you should know. Mitch, I don't know where you're emailing us from because unlike Confused in Colorado and Marcellus Matt, you did not give us a moniker of geography. We would appreciate a moniker of geography, perplexed in the Permian. (laughs) Otherwise, we're just going to have to make something up. Windy in Wyoming. Oh, you're good. You're on a roll, man. Bamboozled in the Bakken. Ha! So, Mitch G., here's what I two things I'll tell you. Number one, needs to be a cooler climate. They're very hot. They have not worked well down in Texas. It gets a little too hot. They work very well north of the Mason-Dixon line. Go look up Mason-Dixon line because I do not think anybody's used that word since ought four, which ought wasn't used. <laughs> We're just aging ourselves one step at a time here. The last time ought was used was 19-dickety-two. 19-dickety-two, 19 dickety two. 19 dickety two, baby. used to walk around with an onion tied to their belt, which was the style at the time. Totally. Give me five Bs for a quarter, we'd say. Because Nichols had pictures of bumblebees on them. So, Mitch G... You digress. The other thing about Bitcoin that you have to know is that they have bumblebee... No, is that... (laughs) Half the audience is dying laughing. The other half is like, what are they talking (laughs) about? Are Are they they high or what? No, we're just kind of getting into this. Just coffee, babe. Just getting into the Simpsons real quick. (laughs) So, the other thing to know is that Russia is Bitcoining. The country. The country. Okay? The country of Russia has now got wells dedicated to Bitcoin mining because they see Putin, by the way, the chess player, the man who will take his shirt off and wrestle a grizzly bear for your enjoyment (laughs) and then challenge Joe Biden to a zoom off. (laughs) Have you seen this, by the way? Yeah. I challenge you to a stare-off oh, via man. the Zoom. No, via Zoom. Nothing more intimidating than a virtual pair of eyes <laughs> looking at you, man. take his shirt off and look all Putin-like. All Putin-y. Oh, man. Anyway, but that's that's where we're at, folks. So uh, we will be having an uh, interview, probably not today since we're going a little bit longer. It'll be on tomorrow's 
uh, work hard portion because we're going to scrap the work hard portion because I want to watch March Madness today. So we're not going to do too much coming up here. But we are going to take a break now because that's going to conclude emails and social engagement here. Looking for a sponsor, by the way, because I see that's sponsored by, and that's blank. So apparently, we, <laughs> apparently, words out that sponsors here get knocked out of the first round of the March Madness tournament. So you don't even get your logo. Hey, you get your money's worth. It's free. Come on. You get what you pay for here at the Crude Life. That is Sterling. This is Jason Speaks. We'll be back in a few. Crude Life. Play hard, work hard. It's sponsored in part by Blackwater Environmental. Is a family-owned company with over 10 years of on-site industrial experience. Offering inspections, consulting, coding failure analysis, specification writing and coding application services, along with many other services for energy, oil, gas, and municipalities. Blackwater Environmental was started in Moorcraft, Wyoming, but has grown to a larger facility in Gillette, Wyoming, where they provide a better quality of service for their customers. For more information on Blackwater Environmental, check out their website, blackwaterenviro.com. That's blackwaterenviro.com. The Crude Life, play hard, work hard, is sponsored in part by... For more than 100 years, First International Bank and Trust has been headquartered in western North Dakota, home of the Bakken. Our proven record of mineral management, appraisal, and brokerage services is now enhanced by the only Bakken-specific software, Mineral Tracker. Trust First International Mineral and Land Services and Mineral Tracker to protect your interests and help build and preserve a financial legacy for generations to come. Great American Mining monetizes wasted, stranded, and undervalued gas throughout the oil and gas industry by using it as a power generation source for Bitcoin mining. Great American Mining Company brings the market and their expertise to the molecule. Their solutions make producers more efficient and profitable while helping reduce flaring and venting throughout the oil and gas value chain. And if you're a mineral owner, Check out how much Bitcoin you could be making right now with your valued gas. Go to gam.ai. That's Great American Mining, gam.ai. The Industrial Forest. It takes an industry to build a forest. Hey folks, Jason Spies with The Crude Life. Did you know about half the trees planted in the last 20 to 30 years have died within the first year? Lack of watering, transplant shock, special interest groups, poor growing conditions are just a few reasons it takes an industry to build a forest, and that is exactly what the industrial forest does. Sustainability sheds, critical pipeline systems are implemented 
to ensure the forest survives and absorbs carbon for decades to come. It takes an industry to build a forest. If you're interested in sustainable forests, growing industry jobs, check out theindustrialforest.com. That's theindustrialforest.com. Play hard, work hard. Now, let's play hard. Well, I was two years old when John Lennon died. Well, I was 23 when George said goodbye. Yeah, next go, I think it's Paul I say. And then there'll be only Ringo to play. Welcome back to the Crude Life Morning Show. Play hard, work hard. Our final segment here. It's news, rumors, and news speak. And we should probably get right to it. March Madness is happening, I believe, coming up any minute yeah, now. Yeah, we're getting That's close all. here to some games. In fact, I just got a text that said, good morning, dot, 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 almost afternoon. <laughs> so apparently it's getting a little bit. Our morning show is way late today. Yeah, we're whatever. It's all good. It's a Monday. Come on. What are you going to do? Moving the work hard interview to tomorrow. Just it's one of those deals, you know. And until yeah. we uh, get a little more logistics ironed out, got to be flexible, man. You, you, we just do. That's how right. it goes. But it, as, long, as long as we pull it out every day, yeah. that's that's what we're saying, folks. Hey, and I'm doing my part. Guess what? We're, I'm going to sign up for LinkedIn. Actually, forget that. Scrap that. You don't Wait, need what? to do that. Come on. Nope. I just found it. I'm ready to do it. You told me I need it. I talked to a few more pissed off CEOs this weekend <laughs> about LinkedIn turning into Facebook Junior. Okay. They're, some are counting the pictures of kids now they're seeing. There's more kids on LinkedIn now. And Why is that? Vacation photos. And... It's it's turned into party pics. Okay, I don't go to so, parties, and I haven't been on a vacation in a decade, so that's easy. The 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 poor bastard trying to you know sell his sell his fleet services for ninety percent right. off to try to get a job. <laughs> He's getting ignored now. You know you're gonna like I said you're gonna see a new social media pop up, and I just and I've been saying this for a while now. The social media thump. Mm-hmm. I did see over the weekend. Trump is going to start a social media site called Aid. Aid. A-I-D-E, I believe is the name. Is what okay. I saw. I just saw the headline. Okay. And like I've, a Twitter type of thing then? Or a Facebook? I don't or, know. I didn't click on Instagram. the story. Instagram. No damn I was, kids. Wasn't that interested yeah. in the story, to be, be like, honest? Oh, another rich person opening up a social media thing. Again, I'm trying to Great. get off things. Yeah, right. And apparently, I'm keeping you off LinkedIn now. <laughs> well, I mean... That's good. I'm lazy by nature, so... You guys are very active on Facebook. Yeah. With your Aramco brats. Mm-hmm. And that seems to do the job. Yeah. I mean, I don't use it for, like, job networking, but I could, well, probably. But... Some do. Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. Right. You yeah. mentioned... So, and no, you sell your art. Yeah, I have sold art so through there. Yeah, yeah. You sell your art through... You're an artist. Yeah. You draw and as well as paint. You paint? Yeah, watercolor, sculpt. stuff I like that. Sculpt. sculpt, yeah. So when you, you need extra money in the holidays and yeah. birthdays and bar mitzvahs and things like that... It's almost like going back to family. God, that joke works with you, doesn't yeah, it? it? Does. Bar mitzvahs. Bar mitzvahs. Yes, finally. <laughs> <laughs> Although I got to say, I never had one. 
A bar mitzvah? We moved over to Saudi Arabia before I could have one. And then that kind of put the kibosh. That kind of put the the kibosh on the... In the the basement of the McDonald's? Ixnay on the... Now, there was no McDonald's, man. Over here, it's in the basement of the Chinese restaurant. Over there, it's in the basement of the McDonald's or Wendy's. (laughs) If we'd had those. If you had them, yes. Uh, Okay, so no LinkedIn. I'm off. Easy enough. Yeah, I think... I I've think, already got Facebook. Well, I, I think we're okay there. Okay. Yeah, I think you're okay. Dodge the bullet. stay with Facebook and, and you know keep tabs on that. And as long as, as long as you're networking with your Aramco brats and, you know, we're, our numbers continue to grow. And um, But I've been hearing... I've, I've actually been hearing that companies are going to put LinkedIn policies together now. Oh. Specifically. Taking yeah. the toys away. This is why we can't have nice things. Well, some people are getting a little upset when they're paying employees mm-hmm. to promote their business and they see their employees just kind of using it like Facebook. Like Facebook. Just clicking, yeah. oh, look at so-and-so at this party. Yeah, Yay, spring let's, break, blah, let's, blah, blah. Let's, yeah, right, yeah. but it's not spring break. It's some, you know... Um, siloed function right you know where they got to pay a thousand dollars to attend so they can get five or six photos on social media and the hope they don't that actually get any, something well there's nobody getting business done right yeah. now everybody's kind of spinning their wheels just kind of everybody's sort of side wanking here it's side wanking yeah with that <laughs> time for news rumors <laughs> and news speak Side wanking. Yeah, right. He's writing that one down. All right. Oil, natural gas industry. Kate's Man Cave (laughs) should be our sponsor. In fact, Kate's Man Cave is our sponsor this week. (laughs) Side wanking. Is that what we said? Is that what you said? said. Take it to the bank, baby. Zero. H and wanking? I think you could, you know, if you're wanking, if you're going to drop the G. Well, I'm just trying to figure this out because side. I'm wanking. I'm putting a hyphen in there. K-I-N hyphen. I'm putting a hyphen. Yeah, it is. Side hyphen wanking. Yeah, because it is an action, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's the first time I've heard those two words. It just side popped, by side just popped in there, man. That's the beauty of live the radio. The sequence of those two words. <laughs> okay. Sorry to distract us a little bit. Let's get to the serious All news right, now. Serious news. This is from the Kiowa County Press. This is oil, natural gas industry to take center stage at Texas Energy Day. Now, honestly... Texas Energy Day. I better write that down, too. That seems like kind of a no-brainer, right? Isn't every day Texas Energy Day? Thousands of Texans and 50 partners and sponsors will be participating in an annual Texas Energy Day at the Capitol on March 24th. Ooh, that's coming up. They need to do a fireworks show with one of those big hats. Oh, they can do those hats now. big cowboy hats. Yeah, absolutely. In downtown, that's a great idea. (laughs) <laughs> the event was organized to highlight the importance of oil and natural gas industry and includes keynote addresses from Gro- Governor Greg Abbott and House Speaker Dade Phelan. Other notable speakers include, hey, Railroad Commissioner Wayne Christian, Texas Commissioner on Environmental Quality Commission Emily Lindley, and State Senator Jane Nelson, who chairs the State Finance Committee. Sounds like a lot of bigwigs. I was going to say, have we gotten to what Texas Energy Day is yet? Yeah, apparently not. I'm uh, kind of... Jeez, they're going to do some readings, what's, excuse live me, streams. For just one second here, who, who is the source behind this again? The Kiowa County Press. Local newspaper. Okay. Okay. And by the way, generally, local newspapers are your best source of information, generally speaking. Yeah. 
you know, the local bloggers and the local newspapers because they're generally there. Yeah, okay? the man on the ground, right? Yeah, and you know, and, and but it's where you also get the most editorializing. Sure, editorializing. Uh, I kind of did a little weird, little hiccup, a little, little like a skip. It's kind of weird. It wasn't even a hiccup because I didn't burp or anything. It was just a weird another, mispronunciation. Another glitch in your matrix. Yeah, it was. It's like the <laughs> de- deja vu. Deja vu, man. <laughs> Damn it, they're coming. They're coming for us. The <laughs> agents. Comes the agents. <laughs> Shit. Um, okay, so the reporter. The reporter. Yes, we're going all the way to the all reporter. All the way to the I source. I want the shout out for the reporter. Okay, this is by Bethany Blankley. Bethany. I believe you dropped something. It's called everybody's name on the floor. <laughs> it is. How much name dropping is done in this story? Three paragraphs is so far. Gratuitous. Yes. And by the way, the story is well written. I have no problems with what she's done. However, this is one of those things where the editor should have the the name dropping at the end. Yeah, there should okay. have been some vetting. And right, well, it just put more of the meat at the front. Yeah. Because I'm already bored of the name dropping, and I don't even know what Texas Energy Day is. See, that's the trouble nowadays is that it's probably all done for keyword. Oh, totally is. And it's like, so we've changed news to be more searchable, but it's not giving us actual news. Somebody explain that to me. So they only, by paragraph five, they talk about partners that are associated with this event, Texas for Natural Gas, Texas Alliance for Energy Producers, okay. BP, Chevron, Conoco, our favorite ERGOT. So we've got we've got Everybody name dropping a- of government yep. employees, so it's a dignitary fest. Sounds like a lot okay. of patting on the a back. A dalliance of dignitaries. Yes, something, a debutante sure ball. Dallas worked in that context. But it was fancy. <laughs> Maybe it does. I found some news. Oh, found some news here. Okay, paragraph 24. About in fiscal 2020, the Texas oil and natural gas industry paid $13.9 billion in state and local taxes and state royalties, roughly $38 million a day. Staggering and really the only news in the story. (laughs) What is Texas Energy Day? They still don't say. Do they it's, even say? Is there a link? Okay, there's is there, virtu- is there's there a link to Wikipedia? There is. TexasEnergyDay.com. Oh, my God. So they don't actually tell us in the yep. story what it is? It's all online. Or We're is it just a big, is a, big, is it a big rally? It looks like it's mostly a virtual event. Energy exhibits performed virtually by a range of oil and gas companies to show how they contribute to daily life. Oh, for lame Come on. Man, we're getting tired of this stuff. Yeah, the only real, it's a live stream of Energy Day resolutions being read from the Senate and House floor. Now, that is that really grips you, doesn't it? That grabs you by the boys. And live stream from the Capitol lawn and delegation meetings. So basically, folks, I want all, it's C-SPAN. I want all government subsidies, stimulus, any money that is going to live stream events to stop. I want, I want, I want my refund. This does not sound like it benefits anybody except the You're people right that C-SPAN. already get the money. You're right with C-SPAN. Yeah, it's C-SPAN. Everybody is putting out a bunch of C-SPAN. It is. They're, no one's they're, watching and it. And they're making that sound like in its event. I'm on season four of Justified restreaming it for the 18th time in the last three years. Way better show. Stick I'm going to rather it. watch that than whatever. If it was a bunch of people at the Capitol, maybe I'll watch that. It's more likely that you, something will have changed and justified on your ninth viewing than this will mean shit. It, but it's the same story over and it over is. again. That's the problem, man. It's just, you know, okay, how, I, how I've how i mentioned this, this example many times 
when it comes to leadership, it's a new Barbie. Okay, it's it's the same Barbie with a new, new hat, hat, but they try to present it as it's a new Barbie. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm I'm sorry if it, the Barbie offends you. It's a new GI Joe with a different suit, because I a lot those. of times it's all this is is just oh let's just bring in Ted Cruz, but we're your blue tie today. Well, it's like you were saying in leadership in the last segment. I be you know what I want to read these statements. I'm actually going to read these uh, statements, and I'm going to compare them to the statements they gave last year and the year before and the year before that, because I bet you're right. It's just platitudes. You do not want to get into the transcript reading. You will... Maybe it, I can get it, an audio book version. Oh, it is scary. Yeah. It is so scary. Pursuant when, to no, the paragraph when, of... When you, when you read the transcript, it is so obvious the higher you go the more contrived the dance is. Oh, man. And it is, it is just absolutely scary, okay? Because it, and Trump was great because Trump would just do half sentences. <laughs> His transcripts were just awesome, but it was more like... Well, it was like an ad-libs. Uh, yeah, it was, well, I was going to say, it was more like, you know, something like Garfield or Heathcliff combined with Mad Libs. Yeah. It was, you know, so there was that sort of part... The the Bush Obama years were scary. Okay, Bushes were hilarious because that was kind of the start of it. Obamas were really scary, like in a controlled, contrived. If you don't show up on time, they're gonna you know. We'll send the people passive aggressively do something to you. Oh, right. it, was, it was creepy. I won't come to your birthday party. So transcripts, yes, read those, and that will change your whole oh, view man. on politics like that. Now, now it sounds exciting, right? <laughs> yeah, at first it is. And then you realize, wait, this is the shit that's supposed to dictate my life? Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Well, when you can't understand nine words out of ten, that's a problem, right? Or when they use nine words to describe nothing. Yeah. That's when it gets really sickening is when you just spend an hour of your life and you don't even realize the part on Billy Madison where he says, we are now dumber for being here when he's, when he's, yep, I remember. <laughs> when he's in the final competition. What you said is not only incorrect, but we are now dumber, dumber. for listening to that. For having heard that. A lot of that is the way it goes when you, you go higher up the food chain on these transcripts. Well, okay. you know, I, I'm reading that article about uh, the Energy Day, and it really just sounds like a bunch of back slaps for the people in the industry. Listen to a lot of interviews I do with politicians. Yeah. They don't answer it. But I don't want to, you know, we're not in the business of gotcha. Right. We're in the business of letting them talk, and the average person can dissect like, oh, they didn't really answer the question. Do you see what I mean? It's yeah. like there's, there's still manners when it comes to reporting. There should be. Uh, there should be, yeah. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> well, not not everybody is an investigative journalist. Not everybody is a gotcha you know, talk show host. Some people are just reporters. Yeah. And it's not their job to hold somebody accountable. Their job is to go find the person that is going to hold the other person accountable. You see what I mean? Yeah. Like this reporter here yeah. that's name dropping like crazy. Did we ever find out what Texas Energy Day is? No, but there's a link. We'll get somebody on. There's a link. Right. I'm going to yeah. write that down. Texas <laughs> from, from Energy Day. From all I can tell from this article yes. is it's basically a bunch of platitudes and C-SPAN stuff, but they make a thing out of it. It's a rally. That's cool. But, but not even this year, really. It's not even going to be a rally. Well, no, the idea behind these these Energy Days, we do them in Bismarck, mm-hmm. uh, Bismarck Day at the Capitol, Energy yeah. Day at the Capitol, and it's everybody goes 
to the state capitol. Okay. It's a safety in numbers. It's a strength in numbers. If it's now virtual. Exactly. I'm going to watch Billy Madison. Yeah. Now because that now I'm in the mood to watch Billy Madison. How many people are going to be Zoom calling from their toilet? Stop That's what I wonder, man. Stop looking at me, Swan. <laughs> Shampoo is bad. Not to be confused with Swan Energy, one of our phone sponsors. We don't have a Swan Energy phone line sponsor today oh. because of or guest today because we're bumping that to tomorrow. That's right. Great American Energy. Because we've got enough to talk about on our own. Up next, U.S. oil and gas companies. This is going to shock you to be impacted negatively if the U.S. rejoins the Paris Climate Agreement. This opines a majority in a poll. This sounds like a financial article. It is from offshoretechnology.com. Oh. The Biden administration is firm on its stance of returning to the International Paris Agreement to restore the U.S. as a torchbearer of combating climate change and global warming. That's interesting. From offshore technology. Okay, so what I learned from the interview with Mike Renfro, gentleman we interviewed last week who worked in the oil and gas industry for 29 years, and within a span of a year and a half to two years, has transitioned now to 80% wind, 20% oil and gas, because that's where the marketplace took him. And what did he say is 20% oil and gas has been decommissioning pipelines and uh, offshore oil rigs. Geez, so it's like mortician work. And what he was talking about was basically the the ushering in of this offshore wind energy. Mm -hmm. So it's interesting that they're talking about this because they would know. Yeah. They would know. Yeah, and they're... The offshore technology intellects of this magazine. (laughs) Well, and like you were talking about, too, is most of it's coming out of Europe. Uh, Oh, they're driving the boat, baby. They've they've definitely got their hand on it. America is... I mean, now that we're in the place that we're at and we're getting $2 trillion worth of subsidies given to us in less than a year, Mm -hmm. we're Europe junior, baby. Big Mac is seven bucks. Yeah, think about that. Did you get your stimulus yet? No. Yeah. What? What? What are we? Are we getting another one, yes, sir? Yeah, you should get about fourteen hundred dollars and change plus some for for the kids. So I said this a year ago, and it's more and more apparent to me that this is a rigged casino. Okay, and this last time they said no, no, it's not rigged this time. No, we're telling you, it's not rigged. And I still didn't believe them. Well, then they brought the security guards out, ushered me into the casino, took all my money, and now are letting all the rich people play with it. And they won't let me leave. And they keep, and they're like, oh, sorry, you know, what did, what did I read? For every $1,200 stimulus, it's $37,000, $36,000 of family debt. I didn't know. I didn't so, you know, you, how they say, you know, your grandkids are going right, to be paying right, for right, this. Right, right. That, for every you know twelve hundred dollars stimulus we got, it's actually thirty six thousand dollars worth of debt to your family. Yeah. So to get twelve hundred bucks today, and is it yeah is it debt or is it like just this money won't be available for them down the road? No, it's debt. It's debt. Yeah. It's flat out debt. Yeah. I mean, the Federal Reserve is not federal. Well, we're looking at trillions in debt right now. You know, I mean, it's nuts. I think they're gonna. It's gonna be too big to not blow up pretty soon. I, I'm, a, I'm, starting, I'm starting to believe a conspiracy theory I'm making up right now in the okay. moment. We're here for it, Let's folks. start a conspiracy theory. Yeah, because we need more of those. They're, they're going to put so much global debt that they're going to blow it up to have to do a, monet, a world 
monetary policy. Boom. Global Man, that almost currency. makes too much sense. Right? I know. It's, that's where we're at, right? <laughs> well, what is, what is Japan on? Quantitative easing infinity? Mm-hmm. Like, they've done so many stimuluses, they lost track. Right. They ran out of Roman numerals. <laughs> yeah, I think they stopped using the Roman numerals because it was calling attention to the fact, right? <laughs> they ran out of the vending machine double A, double Z a long time ago. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, right. You know, I think most people agree. 50% of the respondents that they, they polled say that the U.S. and oil and gas companies would be impacted negatively if the U.S. rejoins the Paris Climate Agreement. Only 23% of respondents believe the impact of uh, joining the, the Climate Agreement uh, Pact would be positive for the companies. And 13% believe returning the U.S. to the Paris Climate Agreement would not have any impact are not aware of the impact. 2% said, where's Paris? Yeah, where's what's Paris? Well, Texas has a Paris. Paris, Texas, beautiful. So what they're looking at here is the effects, not just the actual uh, effects on the economy, but the effects on how people view it, right? And climate change and oil and gas. And that kind of feeds into the whole idea of the API, I think. I was going to say, as long as we're on conspiracy theories, and right. I always love a good conspiracy theory, this article seems like the gateway to a social score or a climate score, yeah, okay? Right. Because what we're talking about here is a lot of intangibles, where should we join the Paris Agreement because it's really symbolic mm-hmm. at the end of the day. Yeah. So if Very we're starting so. to do things that are symbolic that have that much impact on the finances. Mm-hmm. Now we're talking about a whole new thing besides credit score. We're talking about a social score or a climate score or an ESG score. That's what I that's where how my mind works. So when I hear stories like this, that's where I'm wondering why are they saying this? Why are we talking about this? Why is there so much money being allocated to speculation? Mm-hmm. We are creatures that use tools in order to get results. So the average person can only deal with so much speculation for so long before yeah. they want a resolution. Yeah, they okay? just want an answer. They want an answer. Finality. And, and even if it's something they don't want, <laughs> yeah. move on. Right, exactly. So Closure, damn it. That's what this reminds me of is the, the, another example of Give us more of that noise of speculation so in the end they can get a climate score, an ESG score, a social score, whatever their, whatever their little end goal is in the yeah. end in order to get their intangible right. into a tangible. <laughs> and at the end of the day, what does it mean for you and me personally? Not a darn thing, really. Bend over and take it it's is just what a, it means. Dude, we've been bending over and taking it for like 30 years, it feels like. Well, and sometimes you hope it's pleasurable. Right. Because it is sometimes, <laughs> I guess. You know, good things have happened. Right, yeah. The Hoover Dam. Sure. That was good. Yep, that was a good thing. I think it was. Yeah, right. Well, I mean, the, the people that get all the electricity out of it would be thankful, I'm sure. Waffle cones. That had to come out of America. That did, I think. I have yep. no idea. Right. I'm hoping so. Hot dogs. <laughs> I knows, knows that. I saw an article today where uh, a bacon in the morning is something about dementia. Wait, so... But it was a render of bacon. They said a render of bacon. So if I eat a render of bacon... Yeah, it has to do with the nitrates and all that stuff. Yeah, it's, it's, Bacon's not good for you. 
So I, I guess if you're doing a keto thing, you're eating a pound of bacon every morning, not a, not a thing. Not a good oh, thing. no, that's good. You just can't have the carbs. Okay. That's all. <laughs> What's the next news story? All right. So Biden, this is from... Put that y- popcorn away. Let's yeah. fry up some bacon for the movie. Ooh, that sounds good, actually. <laughs> bacon on top of the popcorn. From Yahoo Finance. It does sound good. Biden just canceled $1 billion in student loan debt. Are you eligible? The Biden administration will wipe away around $1 billion in student loan debt for borrowers who said they got ripped off by their schools. Officials say the move helps around 72,000 Americans. How do you get ripped off? By, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, I can go into a story about I that. I could do, but I'm just curious on how they got ripped off by their school. So they say that it helps about 72,000 Americans whose complaints may have resulted in only partial relief from a previous administration. Uh, let's see. The Education Secretary Miguel Cardona says borrowers deserve a simplified and fair path to relief when they have been harmed by their institution's misconduct. What, which institution? So is it these qualify, online deals or what? It, it, it looks like more like for because uh, I remember this a couple of years ago as the for-profit schools. You know, the University yeah. of Phoenix and right. has you know those guys. Um, so it where, says you can, where you paid ninety thousand dollars to have a YouTube video teach you. Yeah, I know what you're talking much, about. Yeah. yeah. So you qualify for the Friends relief of mine were according the to the article. If you filed a claim against your school, your claim was approved, but you received less than a complete loan cancellation. Do they do they ever mention the school? Uh, like, is there so many schools that they can't, or are they? Part- like, it doesn't it, mention. It says basically you have to demonstrate that your college, whichever one that was, violated a state law involving your loan or the education services the school provided. So this is kind of a blanket um, over any accredited college. Okay. Yeah. So the Department of Education under Joe Biden now says it will ensure that borrowers with approved claims will have a streamlined path to receive full loan discharges. Wow. Biden has indicated he's willing to cancel $10,000 in federal student loan for every borrower. Most congressional Democrats are urging him to kick that up to 50000 Wow. Now, see, I remember a couple of years ago, you couldn't, you couldn't basically get bankruptcy. You couldn't get rid of your student loans. Um, and I think that has changed. Yeah. I worked three jobs and took 21 credits when 12 was considered full time. Yeah, that's a full load. That's a double load. But I had to, and I paid my way because I had to. Yeah. I mean, we didn't get these types of entitlements when I was growing up. I, and I, I'm not that old. But should we, should people get, I mean, we didn't get them, but is that a reason to not give them to other people or should we just not be giving them out? I mean, I'm just, I don't know. We're having two different conversations now. Should we is a future. He's talking about wiping out. Okay. If somebody's paid, well, then where do you stop? Yeah. Do I? Do I get my refund? It sounds like only if you've gone through the proper channels. Like I, I know of cases personally. I've known of cases of people that have had trouble with. You know, I spent thousands loans. of dollars on Lotus, and I argued with the professor. Why are you teaching us Lotus mm-hmm. when the world is using Microsoft Excel? I got kicked out of the class for the day. Wow. Do I get a refund? You might have a claim. I mean, Does anybody even know what Lotus is anymore? I was going to say, who uses Excel anymore? Come on. 
Is Excel still around? Oh yeah, it is. Okay. That's that's the thing. It was it was the VHS to the beta. I, I figured yeah. I figured Absolutely. Excel was still around, but I used the Google yeah, Docs. Yeah, I think you should get a money. I think you should get so money. So that's back. what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay, so here I am arguing with a professor because I'm actually working three jobs going to school mm-hmm. and every one of my jobs is using Excel. Mm-hmm. My university that I'm paying thousands of dollars is teaching me Lotus and not only refusing to teach me Excel, right. kicking me out of the institution of learning for the day until I get my head on straight. They must have had a deal with Lotus. Of course they right? did. They did some sort of subsidy or yeah. At the time they yeah. did. Wow. Man, they missed the train on that. You were lucky actually getting out of that class when you think about it. But yeah, I think you'd have a case. Absolutely. I know people that have been, you know, preyed on predatory loans, you know, where it was just a it was a great deal and then they hit you up with these crazy interest rates and I just look at, you know, we talked about these entrepreneurs earlier. Yeah. These entrepreneurs that uh, went to school. How do you study entrepreneur in college? I how, how I think it's business management. What, how arrogant are you if you're a university and you say we're teaching entrepreneurship? Bullshit. You can't teach entrepreneurship. I, think, Wait, I mean, what the what are you gonna teach somebody to run like Carl Lewis? Yeah, right. Right? That's, Usan Bolt? Yeah. Sorry, man. You're just born that way. Yeah. Well, UND has that, the entrepreneurship. And what they do is they they produce fauxpreneurs. Yeah. They, they go on Shark Tank and well, all those other shows, right? But, uh, no, they don't even do that. No, they, they hold their own little skits. They do their own little Shark Tank. You know, they're, yeah. oh, let's bring our students in. Okay, because we have to have fun and treat them like kids and have Easter egg hunts, right? So we got it. We got to. We got to have playtime. Yep. And then, oh, when they go into the real world, because we dicked around with them and played skits and happy time, we just told them how the real world doesn't work. Right. Now we have to subsidize them. Okay. We got to subsidize them. They'll fail up. So I'm sure. then they use the subsidy, and then they go get a bank loan. Yep. They pay themselves. Six figures to call themselves a CEO, and then they continually get bailed out, and now we're going to get rid of their student loans too? <laughs> well, I wouldn't get rid of their student loans. But those are the ones Biden was originally talking about. Oh, yeah? Okay. So that's why I'm wondering, how far do we go with this? Yeah. Because this seems like the entrance to a slippery slope to these entrepreneurs and all these other people, and the people like me that are saying, well... I have a legitimate complaint here. Mm-hmm. I was paying somebody to learn how to use a new software. I worked for three companies that were using Excel spreadsheets. You guys were teaching me Lotus one, two, three. Oh, man. It went obsolete two years later. Yeah, I was going to say. Dude, I don't think it, it went the way of the dodo. Not even five years, I don't think it lasted. Wow. But because I suppose they had a contract, yeah. probably with Doug Burgum, the, yeah. Is, yeah, probably with, right. with Great Plains oh, Software man, back then. going to be the next Microsoft. And then oh, Bill, Bill Gates came in and bought him and put him right out. <laughs> I have no idea. I no, just, but you know what? That kind of thing could happen the, all day long. Totally. And you're the one that gets screwed on the end of it as the student. And then, right? and then, and then when you speak up, you're the change agent. You're the troublemaker. Right, the rabble rouser. Exactly. Yeah. Let's, let's go appoint a leader. To do what we say. We need a czar. We need another czar. Have we figured out what Texas Energy Day is? Did <laughs> we yet. just produce enough energy from Texas right there? All right. Do we get, that's it for news, right? That's it for news, right, man. So.
Happy Folks, Monday. March Madness. I imagine more upsets. Check out thecrudelife.com all day today because we're going to have the scores updated. That is Sterling. My name is Jason Spies. No have work hard one. today, folks. We'll see you tomorrow. Exclusive interview industry news, environmental innovation at thecrudelife.com. Music heard on the Crude Life Morning Show, Play Hard, Work Hard, is by the Moody River Band. Jason Spies. Thank you for joining the program today. You know, I, I come from an oil background. My family's been in the oil and gas industry for 60 years. I, I think the thing with the younger generation is the younger generation has pretty much bought into the climate change phenomenon. They really believe everything that people tell them. We just want to thank everybody that has been so supportive of us, and especially you, Jason. Without, without your help, I don't think our event would be as successful as it is. So I, I don't want to be real critical of them because being a guy who's, you know, dad has several small businesses and, and coming from that sort of small business background, I get it. I mean, the, the, the operators here were put in a real bad position by the state of North Dakota. I'm glad that we've got people like you to pay attention and bring us information on stuff like this. Prices can't go any lower for services. I, I, they're, they're too low right now. I, our margins are in the single percentage point if we're lucky, and we're not lucky that often. You're exactly right. ESG is becoming more and more important to shareholders. I can see for my 20 companies, they take it very serious. It makes perfect sense, and I thought you had a really good show last week. Jason, I love your inquisitive questions because you you ask important questions that that lead to the most important truths. Hey, this is Kevin Kramer representing proudly the state of North Dakota in the United States Senate. Talking to Jason Spies, who's like the best energy interviewer in the world. No one does an interview like Jason Spies. We all like living the crude life, so. <laughs> the Crude Life with host Jason Spies. My name is Jason Spies, and this is the Crude Life Daily Update. On today's episode, we talk about Women's History Month. Every March since 1987, Congress and U.S. presidents have designated this month as Women's History Month. This year, the Crude Life celebrates and honors their accomplishments and vital contributions in history with interviews and stories that center around women's experiences in industry. These women are not only modern-day leaders, but they are truly historic as well. Today we feature Rebecca Wheeler of Revolution Resources. So Revolution was established in 2015 and we have been around to 
um, sort of become a company that just takes over existing resources and turns them around and makes them into more of a positive situation. We recently acquired Jones Energy and have been able to kind of transform that company into a more profitable company. And we're just looking forward to continuing to transform other companies in the future. Our engineers and our um, direction is really, um, I would say more um, technology is really uh, something that we're really good friends with. And we are very advanced. We have a lot of records of holding the fastest um, drilled wells and the fastest completed wells in Oklahoma. This event today is a benefit for the Teen Recovery Solutions, which is a great program that is in 37 different high schools and it's across the United States. And they raise money to put um, together resources for teens who are struggling with um, addiction and put together different packages so that teens can go to um, any kind of treatment centers that they may need to go to for drug or alcohol addiction. And it's just a really great resource. To listen to the full-length interview with Rebecca Wheeler of Revolution Resources, visit thecrudelife.com. That's thecrudelife.com. Please join us all month long as we celebrate Women's History Month here at The Crude Life. From the staff here at The Crude Life Week in Review, my name is Jason Spies, asking you to always remember, energy is more than an industry, it's a way of life. The Crude Life is sponsored in part by... For more than 100 years, First International Bank and Trust has been headquartered in western North Dakota, home of the Bakken. Our proven record of mineral management, appraisal, and brokerage services is now enhanced by the only Bakken-specific software, Mineral Tracker. Trust First International Mineral and Land Services and Mineral Tracker to protect your interests and help build and preserve a financial legacy for generations to come. It takes an industry to build a forest. Hey folks, Jason Spies with The Crude Life. Did you know about half the trees planted in the last 20 to 30 years have died within the first year? Lack of watering, transplant shock, special interest groups, poor growing conditions are just a few reasons it takes an industry to build a forest, and that is exactly what the industrial forest does. Sustainability sheds, critical pipeline systems are implemented to ensure the forest survives and absorbs carbon for decades to come. It takes an industry to build a forest. If you're interested in sustainable forests, growing industry jobs, check out theindustrialforest.com. That's theindustrialforest.com. The music heard on the Crude Life Morning Show, Play Hard, Work Hard, is by the Moody River Band. Interested in becoming a sponsor? Email studio at thecrudelife.com. The Crude Life with host Jason Spies. So there's still people without power as of this morning. You know, right now, I think there's very limited driving out there in West Texas. They're generating about 5% of the power today uh, in, in Texas. Sensing a microphone because I just poured a glass of water because we don't have running water here yet. I mean, this, is, this has been uh, a very trying week for a lot of people across the state of Texas. Uh, there are, and let me just say this, I'm sorry that so many Texans were let down by their grid. On the phone talking with us today, Chairman Christy Craddock of the Texas Railroad Commission. We have roughly 470,000 miles of interstate and intrastate pipe and pipelines in Texas and roughly another 500,000 miles 
of gas utilities uh, lines in Texas. So we have a lot of, and gathering lines are in that 470,000 miles as well. So we have a lot of pipe in Texas. We're the largest pipe state by a sixth. It it is a very challenging day in Texas right now. Uh, The grid operator is projecting that nearly 3 million homes in Texas uh, are without power today. uh, And and there's- It's our snowing here in Lubbock again. I don't, I thought it was supposed to be sunny today. So I'm from Odessa and that's a big part of my district, but I also represent, uh, in addition to Ector County, uh, three other counties in the Permian Basin. So Andrews County, Ector County, Ward County, and Winkler County, but uh, all, all in West Texas, all in the middle of the oil patch. You know, when they close the roads down, we can't transport that, that those, uh, those materials. And so we can't get the product to uh, where it needs to go to get refined so that we can either one, heat our homes, or two, uh, have fuel for our vehicles. Um, with pipelines, that doesn't really come into effect. You know, once the pipelines are laid, not much can stop that that crude oil or uh, natural gas from getting from point A to point B. They are so far behind the curve on getting the storage, the battery storage, uh, in place to be even be able to handle a, 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 the, you know, the most minute degree of storage for a case like what happened in Texas. And now, it, you know, there's gonna be a spotlight on that. And just an incredible impact. We saw nearly 30 gigawatts uh, come offline yesterday. Half the lodge went without water since Saturday. On Friday, the Railroad Commission uh, took quick action. I know you recently had Chairman Craddock on. We'll have water for until 5 p.m. and then we'll be off again for the night. On Friday, I sent a letter asking the Public Utilities Commission of Texas to rescind its order authorizing uh, these uh, generators, these generators or these providers to increase the rates. You know, I don't know that true, but I don't think I'd want to be in a hospital in Dallas, Texas on on life support and know that wind energy is going to be my source of keeping that machine running, right? J.P. Warren reporting from uh, Houston, Texas at 9, 12 a.m. I don't even know what day it is right now. I think it's Wednesday. Uh, we ran out of water yesterday. I've had maybe three hours of sleep in three days. 